Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When I go to Sacramento, I will pump up Sacramento. 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 Turner Sparks just got married and has moved home to America after 12 years living in China. Sir Michael Ira Kaplan has two kids, a wife, a job, and has spent his entire life in the USA. Neither one can figure their country out. This is Lost in America. All right, everybody, welcome to Lost in America, episode 190. My name's Turner Sparks. And I'm Michael Kaplan. You can find me at Turner Sparks on Instagram. You can find Kaplan at Kaplan America on Instagram. On the podcast today, Kaplan, we have the great Isaac Jansen, Swedish comedian joining us. I met him years ago in Sweden. He is now waiting in the wings, but we're not going to let him talk yet because we want to tell him about his country We've decided uh, that our guests get to talk too much right off the bat, and we got to change that. Exactly. We, got, we do too, the talking. <laughs> too much of them, not enough of us. Exactly. So we have him on today to talk about the, uh, uh, the coronavirus, the COVID-19 uh, pandemic, but specifically in Sweden and how they've dealt with it. And, Kaplan, what do you – before? so they've taken the exact opposite approach of us, right? Right. They've, they have, my understanding is, and I believe I'm uh, always, we're, we're correct on everything. Yes. And w- I believe they've done nothing. I got what I've heard is Sweden has been like a grand experiment. The guinea pigs of this operation where they've done no social distancing, no rules, just they kind of trust people to do the right thing. Yeah. In that sense, it's not the exact opposite of us actually, because right. well, it's, it's on paper. We, we really like played by the rules, but in, in actual fact, people are just out partying in uh, Long Island city, Queens right now. So that's uh, what we're happy. We want to figure out why, what happened with them. So right. that's, and how did they, cause I also, from what I understand, they're doing better than us now. So they basically, they did nothing and it worked. Yeah. They, they, they're like the, the Trump's t- showing his advisors like, see, that's why I don't want to do anything. Cause the, <laughs> the Swedish, we should be copying the Swedish. they, and, and, and my theory, I mean, I think they just, just, what do you think the reason they didn't do anything was? Because I always thought they were a classic European country, like classic. Well, let's Nor- start with what do you know about Sweden in general, Cap? Yeah. So I think of them as like classic Europe, except good looking. You know, they're not like the English with the bad teeth. They're like, they're, they all look like Bjorn Borg or yes. uh, Stefan Edberg. That's my classic Swedish guy. The women are all, you say Swedish girl. If you use it as an adjective, you're describing, people just assume you're talking about someone who's hot. Yes. Like, yes. Oh, just, she looked like a Swedish. Yeah. Like, she oh, like Swedish. A Swedish so yeah. it's, they're good looking people. So I think that's part of, probably part of the reason why they just like, they like to party. 
They couldn't be told us. They could not be told to social distance for months. Maybe the government knew it wasn't going to work anyway. They're like, they, we're not going to keep all these hot people inside. Right. They're like the Ozark people, but but good looking is my opinion. Is my <laughs> like the Missouri but good looking. The Missouri but good looking people, and so and they also things work out for them. I feel like it's a country that Sweden's always in the top of every chart of best medical care, best economy, but they're always good at everything. So I feel like they thought like it'll just work out because we're Swedish. We're good looking. Things work out for us. We don't need to shut everything down. Well, that's, the that's other thing, f- one of my favorite facts that I know about Sweden, which is limited, but one of my, is that they have a midsummer's festival. It's like this right, party okay. in the middle of the summer. And the whole point of it is to celebrate summer. Like all of our, <laughs> all of our holidays. In Amer- yeah. Something like that. all of our holidays in America. It's like we celebrate because we, uh, Jesus was born. Jesus died. Right. We started a war or we ended a war. Like those are the four options. Or, and then for them, yeah. it's just like, hey, summer's here. <laughs> so, and then that's all. Well, so it's probably cold there most like, of the year, right? I don't know. Cold? We'll have to ask. I, I say it's cold. It's Sweden. It's north. Everyone's blondish. But, yeah. So maybe the maybe the president was like, listen, summer's coming. I'm not these, you know, summer festival, midsummer. Like, yeah. We've already not, planned it. We have a theme this year. We've already <laughs> planned it. It's enchantment under the sea. Yeah, exactly. You know? Ex- yeah. And that's a big, yeah. Cause they don't, they're not the types of people who like to stay inside and watch movies because I went on one day in high school with a Swedish girl and I took her to see Pulp Fiction, one of the great <laughs> movies of all time. And she hated it. She didn't understand any of it. Even though she spoke perfect English, she didn't get any of the jokes. So my opinion is they just don't like movies. They don't like to sit inside. They don't like to be cooped up. They like to be outdoors. So again, the guy's like, well, there's no way we're going to get these people. I, I, I don't want to turn on the people. And also somehow they can be trusted to like just social distance where our everyone else, we're all jumping in hot tubs and getting drunk on Bud Light and yeah, making out with uh, ugly people. Yeah, I know. Like this girl in high school didn't make out with me and I paid for a did. I paid for Red Robin burger and a movie. And I didn't get any make out. So you're right. They, 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 she kept a social distance. She was ahead of the curve. All right. So, so maybe that's it. So Isaac Jansen, welcome to the show. Uh, world touring stand-up comedian Isaac Jansen, multiple albums. We also didn't read your credits. You have uh, you you recorded an album in Iceland, which I want to hear about later. Um, but also, I met you in China a long time ago. How did we do? Let's start there. How did we do <laughs> on our um, knowledge, our our well-researched knowledge of your great country? I think the most uh, scandalous was that you, you got to pick two beautiful looking people and you put, chose Stefan Edberg and Björn Borg. <laughs> They're the only Swedish men I ever knew before you. You chosen so many people <laughs> and you just went for tennis. <laughs> we had a Swedish, as, Kaplan, you were looking at a Swedish person. I know before, I didn't want to you know, meet you until right now, so I didn't want to call you. But you're a very attractive man, though, let's tell the audience. Very handsome. Apparently, if you're holding a, a tennis racket, my, that's enough for Michael. That's just I was impressed. Ball over I'm a big Wimbledon fan. If you can win Wimbledon, I find you very attractive. Yeah, that's that's true. It, I mean, um, it, it was pretty accurate, I think. Um, Midsummer's uh, Midsummer's Festival. Did I get that yeah, right? Yeah, that's well. That's that is kind of right. It's I think that's like an old uh, what is it like a Viking pagan uh, oh. thing, and then uh, they kind of just um, is it a solstice thing or? Uh, like, I think that because we they have like a big um, it's called a misomastong it's like a uh, it's like a big it's like a big cross uh, with yeah. flowers around it and uh, they stick it into the ground it's like a fertility uh, symbol. Yeah, Ooh. Kaplan, uh, I did this com- I did comedy one time for like a midsummer's festival event in Shanghai. It was all the Swedish people living in oh, China. Wow. There's enough party. Swedish people in China to throw an event. Yeah, but there's not enough to get a Swedish comedian. 
<laughs> there's, so there's you, one. They're like, you're white. One more. Yeah. yeah they're like, you look close enough. You're pretty me. sweet. Yeah. So they just got me and they dance around this. Uh, yeah. They, it's like a cross, which in my head, you know, cause I'm American. So every holiday is Jesus based. So I'm like, Oh, it's a Jesus. It's a crucifix. And they're yeah. like, no, it's not. And then they stuck it into the ground. I'm like, Oh, you're like sticking to crucifix. No, they're like, no, that's representing like uh, having sex. And I was like, yeah. oh, these people know how to party. So yeah. that's when they make all the babies? Is that summertime? When all the, Mostly, all yeah. the boomers? Yeah, Yeah, probably, yeah. I think the, this, the Mistmastong is supposed to represent the penis going down into like the, the wet. Oh. Wow. Yes. You know, this is... Uh, <laughs> um, that's kind of problematic because it's assuming that you have to be a man and a woman to fertile. <laughs> it's really, they got to cancel that soon. No, I think they, I think they've actually been these kind of alternative uh, midsummer <laughs> fests where they've had like a big vagina that they've danced around and stuff like that. Oh, so, there you go. They're on top yeah, of so it. They, 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 <laughs> two, they're, yeah. two crucifixes just hitting each other. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I prefer to dance around the big vagina than the penis myself, but you know, <laughs> that's uh, so, so what's going on with, um, uh, like, let's start from the beginning. Who decided? Because okay. I think you guys are one of the only countries that was like, we're not gonna do anything, right? Well, yeah, well, yeah, but um, that's that's kind of what we're getting uh, criticized, and uh, I guess um, you're known for it now. You're famous. Yeah, you're known for it, yeah, which is kind of unusual because Sweden is very much a country that just kind of falls in line and does what everyone else does. Uh, and especially the weird part is that like Sweden is a very you know socialist kind of country. We have a social democrat um, uh, a party that's run the country for many many years. So in general, we're very much like uh, like a strong state that makes decisions for us. And then uh, just suddenly, <laughs> the, the government is like, "No, we trust you guys." And, and all the Swedes are like, "What? You, we okay? How do we okay?" So everyone kind of panicked in the beginning almost and, and didn't understand how to work with freedom in that way. But uh, did, uh, was there a reason like, is it, was it polls that showed that people wanted this or is it just like, this is the prime minister, is it a prime minister or you got a president? What do you guys have there? No, we have a prime minister, but we, we there's like a health, uh, what do you say, like a health institute It's called the Folkhälsomyndigheten. And they have a guy called Anders Tegnell, which has almost become like a, a father's figure for the country almost like uh, like people are pressing up t-shirts and uh uh like does he, does he do daily press conferences yeah yeah he does the press conferences oh oh so really he's, a, he's yeah, your so, cuomo <laughs> so, so, so he's um he's from the start like like been talking about the importance of like not closing down the country because you like he, apparently like what their motive is is that that will lead to more problems with like uh, mental uh, like depression and uh, suicides and stuff like that. So like they will rather keep the society kind of going than closing it down. And so that's, that's been the whole, um, the strategy from the, from the and that strategy started when, in March or February or kind of when it was started kicking off everywhere else around the world. Yeah. I think it's, I think uh, I can, I can actually look at my calendar because I see where the date, the, where the gigs just stopped kind of that's uh, so it's like March. They, um, yeah, they started doing some small restrictions and then they, they, they stopped. You couldn't do a gig for 500 people. 500. Uh, and then they cut it down to 50. So right now it's uh, no more than 50 people in a room. So they do have rules. There's not yeah. no rules. There's rules on the amount of people in the room. And, or, but yeah. what about restaurants? Are there rules on them? Or Yeah, they've got rules. They have to have like a one, one and a half meter 
between, I don't know how much that is in the feet. That's like um, uh, no five feet, four and a half five feet. feet. Yeah. yeah. So in between the tables and everything, but like, I think like now this summer, uh, like recent last month or something, it feels like everyone's just kind of tired of it. So no one's really uh, doing it full on, you know, like. Yeah, that happened here. But for here, it's six feet because uh, our, we're fatter. You know? <laughs> so you have, we have an extra foot they have to put between people because you make it up in the belly size. Yeah, exactly. But actually, actually, they, in Sweden, they, they one of the arguments to to not closing down society was that we have a better, uh, uh, like a general health. Like our health in general is ah, is better. That's my thing. You're so, good looking. Um, you're healthy. Look at that. Yeah. Kaplan was right <laughs> on that one. <laughs> It'll work out for you, right? That all, all, all we do is stick uh, big sticks down into. <laughs> that we think are vaginas and we play yeah. tennis. That's all yeah. we do. Yeah, that's all you do. You can't, and you can't, there's never been an attractive homeless person, so they can't create an economy with a bunch of, you, know, you got to keep the economy going. <laughs> well, if yeah. you're attractive, you're not home, you're not going to be homeless for long. Somebody will pick you up. You know? There you go. <laughs> Back in the house. So, but the, so they closed, uh, what about masks? Did they put, did they make anybody wear masks in the beginning? No, no masks. No, no masks wow. in Sweden, no. No uh, masks? Really? No, 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 no. There's, there's no masks at all, actually. I think the only time you have to have a mask is if you get on a plane to go somewhere else. So there's, there's, I don't think there's any masks in uh, Norway, Denmark, or Finland either. I think they're none of the, the um, and it the doesn't, cause I don't think we've said this yet on the podcast, your numbers started out low and they were low for a while. And it seemed yeah. like, Oh wow, this worked. This whole like yeah. doing nothing is the best policy. <laughs> and then, and yeah, then well, they right. spiked, but the whole country has about 10 million people, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's half the size of the state of New York population wise. And then they spiked for a little while. And then, which I mean, I don't know, was it like a thousand a day, maybe in new cases somewhere in that range? No, not, not that much. I think total is 6,000. Total is 6,000. Okay. Yeah, so, so now far. it's down to like 45 new cases a day. So it did go up, but then it came yeah. down when it went to the top. Did the policy change at all? Um, they, they had some more restrictions, but they didn't really change anything. Um, they they didn't do the the uh, the hard uh, what's it called uh, the the lockdown kind oh, of thing. Yeah, they, shelter in place. Yeah, no, it was still um, they they told people to kind of work from home and kind of be be careful and wash your hands and stuff. Like There's lots of um, uh, what do you say like recommendations more. So um, wow, but this, so, yeah, I haven't. So seen how this. did it work? I don't understand. Like it's just a natural. What like summer came and. <laughs> It, it got hot out, like Trump said, and it worked in Sweden. <laughs> I mean, this <laughs> is all, what's, what's crazy about this, Isaac, is it's all proving, it's a test case, like basically proving everything that Trump, Trump kind of is like ignoring this the whole time, you know? I'm pro-Trump, by the way. Have I told you that? Yeah. It's, no. <laughs> I mean, we don't discriminate on this podcast. We, okay. But I mean, you're going to, I hope you are, because all the MAGA people are going to move to Sweden once they hear yeah, this yeah. podcast. They're going to be like, oh, this is what we want. We don't have to wear masks. We don't have to, rules. Oh, by the way, if, if anyone doesn't get the irony, I, I'm not pro-Trump, but it, it doesn't matter. But <laughs> it doesn't um, translate to yeah. <laughs> but he's but, but if he listens to this podcast, Which this is does. like our chance for success. He will retweet this, and there'll be like 10 million <laughs> oh, yeah. people following your guidelines. <laughs> yeah, you'll you'll get a crowd that you <laughs> didn't expect. I think a crowd yeah. of Nuremberg looking. Yeah. There's no but, way to uh, escape though. What you're saying though is falling in line with what he said, which is fascinating to me. But one thing I heard is that. Um, Swedish people in general uh, have a very high, um, what do you say? They have a high uh, 
they, they trust authority. Oh, trust authority. Okay. Uh, so uh, when when the government says like do this and this, they in general they do it in a much more extent than, for example, you know, in Spain and Italy and and uh, kind of southern European uh, countries. There's more of this kind of rebel attitude towards right. the state. America um, definitely has that. That's our yeah. thing. So. And so, um, so, so that was one of the arguments too: is that we we, we don't really need to uh, to lock it down or kind of enforce it in any way because people are going to do it anyway, and people have done it, I guess, pretty much. I think so far, even though the the numbers are bad with the the deaths and stuff with six thousand deaths, um, uh, we, we've still we haven't um, strained the healthcare system, which was the whole point of. Um, uh, the restrictions and stuff. Right. So I think that's. Um, so you you only have six thousand deaths total in the country of ten million. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. New York the, has about what do we have thirty two thousand deaths. I mean, and, Isaac, we have uh, seven thousand in my county and seven more thousand in Kaplan's County, which is like fifteen minutes. Do you not away. have yeah. old people, or do you not have nursing homes? Like I don't understand. No, but oh, the the, the weird see? thing is this: the weird thing is that in Sweden, it's like right now the discussion is that we kind of failed. Because if you look at Norway and Finland and Denmark, they have way lower numbers. Right. Because they had rules, like they had yeah. lockdowns and stuff. But compared but, to us, but, you guys are a miracle. Yeah, I guess. But it, <laughs> I, I don't know. It's 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 really weird because like in the beginning, everyone was like, "Oh yeah, we 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 uh, <laughs> we figured it out." Uh, but then um, things kind of turned there. But uh, the explanation is that it it the uh, disease got into. Um, uh, the the healthcare, what do you say, like the elder homes, older? Yeah, nursing homes, yeah. yeah. Nursing homes. And so that's when um, the, 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 the stats went up. What's the, um, throughout the whole thing, what's been the opinion of the public? Like, has the public been split? Like, people are like, ah, we should go, we should be locked inside. And other people are like, no, freedom. Or uh, what's, how, how's that gone down? I, I think, um, I think there's still kind of been a very, um, I don't know. I mean, we're always in, you're, you're always in kind of a filter bubble. <laughs> Everyone is. So I guess, um, uh, I don't know how much is just uh, the people that I reach out to, but most people seem very positive to the, the, the strategy. And, you know, people are complaining, even though we have like the, the most, uh, uh, the, um, uh, the least uh, kind of strict quarantine. People are like, oh, this is, it's so boring and nothing's happening. It's like, yeah, but this is nothing. Oh, they're oh saying it's God. too much? Like yeah, it's yeah, yeah. people are complaining. I yeah. tell you, they don't like to watch movies. No. <laughs> 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 but, and what about the economy? How's it done through all this? Because like ours is cratered. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's, I think it's, I mean, obviously it's going bad for everyone, but um, I don't But like people have jobs. Well, bad. did your government do like a, um, some sort of plan for people who are losing jobs, like some sort of, I know you're pretty socialist to begin with, but do they increase the, like pay people to not work or anything like that or, or increase yeah. un the unemployment or. Yeah. They have those, uh, what do you call it? Support packages or what, what they're called. So um, like for example, for like, if you're working in, in, in arts and culture, there's a, uh, a lot of people have gotten like money from the, from the state and then people are complaining that they're not getting enough money, but. Um, what? I, 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 Wait, I so. Think it's, um, so, yes, so as a as a comedian, sorry, I didn't mean yeah. to cut you up, but as this yeah. is an important topic, yeah. as a comedian, most I heard that in Germany, in Canada, and I guess in Sweden, they're giving comedians like they consider a comedian a real job, and then comedians get money. Crazy. Like there's a they don't do that in America. We're lumped in with the welfare system, which is fine, but yeah. there's no specific package for comedians. They don't consider us like real people in terms no, of yeah. you're not real people meanwhile <laughs> there's more stand-up com comedians in america than everywhere right than anywhere yeah i guess but um 
respect. I think the weird thing is that we're we're kind of competing to get money from like you know the opera and like stuff like that, which is kind of unfair because the opera gets money all year round and comics don't. And then when everything goes to shit, the opera gets still more money. And we comics are like, yeah, you know, but you know, we can manage any other day of the year. So why are we? You're right. Yeah. This opera, a bunch of freeloaders, those opera singers. Oh, they eat <laughs> double too. I mean, yeah. they do. So that's, that's the, what's, how do you prove you're a comedian? Like what's the, um, cause that's been always the, the argument against a, a comedy union in America or any benefits for comedians is like, well, anyone can say they're a comedian. And I'll tell you something yeah. in New York city, about 75% of the city says they're a comedian. <laughs> they do an open mic one time and then they start posting on line how like, Oh, it's tough being a comedian, you know, yeah, life yeah. on the road. Ah. <laughs> how do you have to, how do you prove like that? That's your job. Oh, well, technically you can just, um, when you're applying for your own company, there's actually a, like a code for, like a stand-up comedy comic oh. and you can just uh, do they have podcaster too <laughs> that's gonna it's gonna be there i guess uh pretty See, soon no. because so many people are, are working with it but uh yeah so, so you could apply that but you can also i guess you can prove income i guess and then you could probably uh get money from the state so that's one way they're thinking about doing it not with the government but through unions or whatever is that if you can prove like well i made a minimum of $20,000 last year performing stand-up comedy, then you can be in. But is that some way they yeah. do it? Or you literally just have to write down, this is what I do for a living. Um, well, I think to get the money, you have to kind of prove that you actually yeah. uh, make money off it. But, but do, are stand-up comedians in the US, are they like, uh, what do you say? Like, uh, what do you call it? Like uh, in Sweden, it's called svart job. It's like you don't pay taxes. Like you do it under the <laughs> no. Well, Turner oh. doesn't because he's got a he's got a good account, Gary Sparks. But well, no, I have creative accounting. <laughs> I pay yeah, my but... I pay the taxes that I'm supposed to pay. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. you get a good CPA and you get yeah. a good accountant and you can work. But you get it like do you get like you send like invoices and you pay taxes like yeah um, yeah. yeah. So you could you could prove income. Yes, being a stand-up comic in the U.S. Yeah. too. So yeah, it would yeah, be. You could. I think a lot of them don't. I mean, but that was kind of like an 80s thing. I think like in the 80s and early 90s, the comedian was like one step ahead of like a carnival worker. Oh, yeah. yeah. And yeah. they're staying, trying to stay ahead of the law as much as they can. So they're like moving from town to town, never reporting anything. But those days, are, and they were all like alcoholic, drug addicts, dying at age 40. Those days are kind of over. And yeah. now it's more like if you want to actually make a living, you have to play by the rules a little bit, you know? So, so I don't think uh, if you're just a, you know, open mic comic uh, getting paid in beer, I don't think you get the beer from the, the, uh, the authorities. Yeah. Uh, the government even, doesn't even, give you money for that. No. Even though uh, the Swedish uh, government is very generous in a way, yeah. but you know, people, people, there's people, I mean, people are complaining anyway, because uh, people think that they're not giving out enough money. Um, there you go. But there was actually a big debate now about uh, these big artists that make lots and lots of money that actually got the uh, support Did package. Did ABBA get money? <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, but, uh, but it's, it's like big, big artists that make like, uh, you know, 10 million crowns uh, something per year or something. And then, and they still got the package for some real, real ah, weird the artist. So can I yeah. ask, what was the artist package? How much money was it? I, I think it's different. I, I think it's, uh, I don't even know. I actually haven't, um, uh, I haven't applied for it myself. So, um, is it based on how much you made the previous year or something like that? Yeah. Something. Yeah. I think you, I think yeah. there's different steps. I don't, I don't really know. 
I see what you're saying, though. They had a similar thing in America. They were giving out small business loans oh, to, yeah, yeah. Small, to keep business going. And like the L.A. Lakers, it turns yeah. out, took a lot six of, million like, A lot of major. They, they set it up to be like they wanted to do quickly. But so then it was like, yeah, a lot of big companies were like Shake Shack and others were, they had, were, were taking advantage. So that makes sense. Yeah, that happened that, that's kind of the deal. So was no, but, the original idea. Oh, go ahead, Cap. No, I was gonna, no, go ahead. I was going to say, though, um, would you, do you guys, do you feel like, how do you, do you guys feel like in general, like you're the America of Europe, like for the first time ever? Like, how does it feel to be that? Because you're doing, <laughs> you're, 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 you're saying the numbers are good, but you're, they're higher than the rest of Europe, I believe. So like, in yeah. a way, right? Because you had the last round of rules. So now are you allowed to travel to the rest of Europe? Or are they like, no, no, no Swedes allowed in? No, they've they've opened that up. There's oh. a couple of countries that that are still closed to Sweden. I think actually Denmark might be closed to Sweden. Like it's it's really weird. We can go to Greece and uh, Spain and Italy. Yeah. And why they, you, they, you, why would you even want to go to Denmark in the summer? You go to Greece yeah. and Spain. <laughs> but uh, I mean, like, um, uh, have you traveled? Yes. No, I haven't gone anywhere. I have a. I had um. <laughs> I had a, a a kid in September, so basically I've I've oh. lived quarantine life uh, without yeah. having quarantine. So. Yeah, because I was wondering when he said so Spain and Greece. I was thinking about in the summer; those are major party destinations in like these islands. Are that, is that going on? Are people in like Ibiza and all those places? Yeah, like, there's oh. this big article now about uh, people that they took as soon as they uh, released the restrictions, they got on the first plane and went to to Greece, and they were complaining <laughs> that. Um, <laughs> that uh, the, the like the buffet wasn't uh oh who's eating a buffet right now oh yeah. my yeah. god people uh and then it was kind of like people back home were just like oh you you idiots how can you just <laughs> like the day after they released the restrictions and you're down in greece are they writing a negative yelp review about the restaurant yeah. buffet? <laughs> is there any viral shaming because in america every time people go to the beach or a party it gets on, it's all over it's social media yeah. pictures of them. Is that going on with these people at least? Yeah, yeah, that, yeah that's, that's the same thing here. That was also like, because before we even had the, uh, the 50, um, the, the not more than 50 people in a room uh, thing, a lot of shows closed down because they were getting like publicly shamed yeah. for, for keeping open, even though they were, they were following all the, um, the rules and stuff. So um, these are comedy shows you're talking about. Yeah. 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 There's some like rebel comedy shows that I've run the whole time. Just kept it really small. Have you been doing uh, any of those rebel? Comedy? No, I, I haven't. I've, I've done like in June, July, I've done, uh, I think four gigs now. You no, have, three. So it's a 50 yeah, I have one. indoors. Uh, two outdoors, one indoors. Yeah. Two outdoors. Indoors. Okay. And so that hasn't caused, cause uh, New York city is still hundred percent shut down for indoor okay. anything. So people are popping up but all the comedians still live here, you know? Yeah. So everyone's doing shows in parks and parking lots and on rooftops and all that kind of stuff, which yeah. is fine, but it's nothing indoor, but the accepted uh, kind of like logic is that anything, if you do a, sh if you have an event of 50 people indoors, it's just kind of accepted that all 50 of those people are going to get coronavirus and then you're <laughs> going to be a big asshole. But that hasn't happened with you guys. None of these indoor events have exploded into outbreaks or anything. They've kind of decided uh, here that outdoors, anything is fine. Indoor, anything off limits. Yeah. I, I think um, the latest numbers, I think, was that they, they suspect that Stockholm has a 40% immunity right now. How much? Herd immunity. Like, yeah, like a 40%. 40% of, so of people then yeah. got it at some point? 
Yeah, so they, apparently they have the, I don't know, I'm, I'm not an yeah, expert, but I think it's the antibodies or something. So like that, that shows that you guys have a much, that is, your immune system is is better. I mean, they're, they're, they, well, they don't have, they're healthier because they don't have all the underlying health conditions Americans have, I guess. So 40% of people got it. Or, not that many deaths. I but, mean, but didn't have, a lot of people didn't have symptoms. Yeah, so that, uh, that's, that's what I heard in Stockholm. Um, I'm, I'm wow. <laughs> I, Are I you feel in like Stockholm I'm, or you're... I feel like I'm like carrying the entire. Uh, <laughs> well, the the idea of this podcast, yeah. Is so our yeah. listeners, when they go to a cocktail party next week, can be a real blowhard and spew information to people that they kind yeah. of heard on a podcast. So this yeah. is perfect. This is we okay. want our listeners. They they've been they've been in quarantine for months. We want them to come out of it and be like the sharp. They want we want them to dominate a cocktail party. Be the most interesting person in the room. If they're on a first date, you know, any of that mansplaining, this is what we want to get. Yeah, it doesn't have to always be accurate, as Turner reminds me often. You just got to, you got to be confident with your blowharding. Yeah, so that's what it is. Tell everyone, all of our listeners, Stockholm is 40% herd immunity. That's all you 40%, need to say. 40%, say that on your next date. Yeah. <laughs> it's such a sad thing with the date, starting with uh, the guy starting talking about a stick going down into the, the ground. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's a good well, one, too. Talking about that yeah. festival. That's We're going to make a list oh, of all the... Because, you know, every American, like, thinks they're, like, really connected to whatever their heritage is in Europe, even though it's, like, 5, 500 years back. Mm-hmm. So maybe you're on a first date, and you say to the girl, where are you from? And she's like, well, my ancestors are from Sweden. Boom, you're ready to go. Yeah. And she's not going to know because she's probably never been to you, Sweden. You've got a whole thing about how your your ancestors created you, how the whole line started at a midsummer festival. The, yeah. Right yeah. The fertility. Yeah. <laughs> so at the comedy shows, are people, is the audience, like, tentative or scared at all or what's the mental state of everyone yeah i think i think it's uh, now like just recently this summer now uh last month or something some of the comedy clubs are starting again but with uh restrictions and the tables uh, apart and stuff like that but i think the big um uh, the big hurdle is of course to get people to just dare to go to the comedy show um, I don't think the problem is uh, having the comedy show or having people there in, in that way but i think just right now people are just people aren't in the mood to sit tight in the basement, which you kind of, which is kind of the best way to do. It's kind of a death chamber. Yeah. Yeah. Right with funny comedians. You, you know, maybe mm-hmm. ones that won't make you laugh as much, but <laughs> yeah, the, 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 the comedians are going to bomb are going to be the ones getting booked all over the place. because yeah. uh, Nobody's laughing. Laughing is the worst thing for spreading the virus. Yeah. But I, I guess, you know, I mean, the, the clubs that are open, they're not like the, um, the, 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 the big, um, it's more like the indie kind of scene that's opening. It's like the small kind of uh, Stockholm clubs that usually has like a young, uh, younger audience. So I guess, you know, in a way. Uh, I, I, age I limits. Think, yeah, yeah, but I, I think they're not like, getting, you know, the, um, the, uh, the, uh, the risk groups. To, they're, they're not going to comedy. So I, I think it's, uh, or and maybe they were the 6,000 that, that passed. I don't know. It's, <laughs> If you show up to a show and like everyone's over 70, you just got to like leave. Don't do yeah. the show. You can't have that on your conscience. Yeah. What's uh, what about schools in Sweden? Have they stayed open yeah. like elementary, middle school, high yeah, schools? They've been open the whole time. Open. But yeah. you school in the summer. Is Kaplan. It, that's, that's what I'm confused about. Europe seems to school in the summer, right? It's not like our, you don't have farmers. You're not on the farmer program, right? Were you? Like, don't in have America, farmers. because of farmers, Sweden doesn't have farmers. According to <laughs> because Kaplan. of farmers, our kids don't have school for like three months in the summer. Normally. 
So, but Europe, that's not the rule, right? You have school year round or how does it No, work? no, no, no. We have a summer, summer. I'm boring. Uh, 12 months a year school. <laughs> I don't know. I thought I read about Germany did that or something. I don't know what they do in Sweden, but so, but are they in school right this second or they're off? Uh, I think right now, yeah, they're, they're off now, but, but they've had school open the whole, uh, whole um, uh, spring and stuff. And so. no problems. Yeah. Cause, cause that was also like, they said that um, because of the, you know, like the people in the um, healthcare system, they need to um, be able to go to work and have their kids at school. Exactly. Daycare. So like the, the thing was like, if, if, if we take the kids out <laughs> this of school, is all like the Trump, that's platform. what de Blasio said too, in the beginning. And so they didn't shut down the New York schools for an extra <laughs> this is week. Amazing. Uh, sorry, keep going. Yeah. So, so that was, uh, that was the argument. And um, so that's, that was the, what, what we've kind of done, I guess. And there's been no crazy outbreaks at the schools because I need to make this argument in the next meeting for my school district as we discuss reopening for my schools. In Kaplan September. wants to send his kids back to school, but the state thinks it's unsafe. I want to send them seven days a week to make up for lost time because yeah, I need them out of the house. You'll know this. You only, you have a baby, right? Only. Yeah. yeah, yeah you'll uh, know this in a few years when it's okay. not so cute anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but congrats. But I mean, like, uh, isn't it, isn't it like kind of um, determined now that uh, that like kids don't uh, aren't affected by the virus in the same way that grownups are? Yeah, and they don't spread it. They think under yeah. ten, they don't spread it the same way grownups yeah. do. Something about the size of their nostrils or something. But oh, okay. I, I, I think know. they're just pretty gun shy in America and New York City specifically because we had like thirty two thousand people die. Yeah. That. I don't think any single scientist wants to be the one to state yeah. his Go claim on limb. Yeah. and then find out yeah. that he was wrong three months later and then have, you know, his name uh, taken through the mud. Can this be a theory? I just thought of one. Okay. Swedes are, are you Viking descendants of Vikings? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I guess so yeah. You could Could it yeah. be that you all, it's kind of like, maybe they all got coronavirus. You know, those Vikings were up to no good a long time ago. Maybe they can maybe you guys are born with immunity to all yeah. these things inside of you because what your story you're telling us does not match up with anything else in the, the world. Vikings have done it. They have. Okay. This, yeah. So, so we're getting into genetics and the, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's a little dangerous yeah. where your territory is going actually. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I have no idea. You're I, I stronger. Yeah. I, I think we want to believe that. The but fewer sparks over here with a series of. Yeah. I mean, look at Bjorn Borg. He wasn't a Viking warrior, but he. he I mean, did he quite won well. Wimbledon and French Open in the same year. That used to be impossible in that era. <laughs> yeah, yes, he yeah. did have. That was two different services. Yeah. There's yeah. got to be immunity in that. Body. 11 times yeah. over. T- yeah. So, uh, do you, what, no, I was going to say, do you guys have gyms open this whole time? Is that where you're getting your, your great vigor? No, I think some some of them closed, but I think some have been open. The ones uh, close to me have been open the whole time. So, that's what, what you that? saw the governor of Florida, Turner, who was saying that he wants to keep the, the the even though in Florida it's as bad as New York was at its peak. He wants to yeah. keep the gyms open because he said physically fit people uh, are in better shape with the coronavirus. Yeah, but fat so, people go to gyms. That's true. That's the problem with it's that. It's not theory, like right? only in shape people go to gyms. <laughs> yeah. It's people trying to get in shape. Well, I was saying Sweden would show that he was right, but you know, they're just they don't what have about fat professional people. sports. Are those open? Uh they they started the football, uh, I mean the, the soccer uh season, but without crowds. So there's no people in the the Okay. So what about you? What's the uh well what would be your advice then to us before we before we move on to you? Should we live and let live? What's the advice <laughs> for Americans? Uh, I don't, but or, if, 
but four my more feeling, years, it sounds like you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> but my feeling isn't the problem with, uh, it, I mean, we have a different uh, healthcare system. So I guess that's, you know, um, without well, sounding- They sort of made our coronavirus, like they just made it all, like you can get tested and all that stuff for free. And they, they ha- oh yeah, what's testing like for you guys? Oh yeah, and, yeah, and also the tracing. Do you have the tracing, or do you just have? Um, I'm I'm not really sure. I think we have tests, but I, I don't think uh, they're free. Actually, I don't know. They haven't been uh, uh, advocating um, getting tested. <laughs> no, they, <laughs> they don't have masks. They don't get tested. Wait, so you don't do that whole contact tracing thing, which is here where they like. I was just in Maine for the weekend, and every time you go out to dinner, they would take your phone number down. Because if some if it was an someone got positive, they would then call you. So that's what they do like, in China as yeah. well. Yeah, they don't do that in Sweden. Is this even <laughs> the same disease? I don't even. <laughs> it sounds like you. But... Yeah, we're. T- Wait, we're I, Kaplan, I think we've gotten to the bottom of this. Yeah, I think. That... I think again, this is Trump. If you don't test, there's no yeah. cases. Trump, yeah, you're proving Trump's theory. <laughs> Oh my God. He's going to become, he's going to, he needs to know this. He needs he's this gonna, episode. If he's he going to run on this, if he loses to Biden, he's going to run for president of Sweden. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to apply for citizenship immediately. Okay. So do you don't know anyone who's been tested or anything? Oh yeah. Yeah. I have a couple of, my, my wife tested um, for, for coronavirus. Okay. Uh, so yeah, you can't so. get tested. It's not like they're yeah. not testing anybody. You but they actually, in, in, I, in the beginning they, they weren't really, um, promoting it in any way kind of now kind of people are uh, testing but but isn't that isn't like in the u.s isn't it the weird thing is that it's all like different states have different uh tactics and stuff like in sweden at least the whole country kind of has the same tactic yeah it's a complete um, mess uh every state has their own yeah their own tactic their own plan and then there's also no hard borders between the states yeah yeah so yeah. you can go from well, one that's state the to problem freely so and you this, can go from a state that doesn't care about it, that isn't doing anything to a state that you can go infect people in the next state yeah, whenever yeah, yeah. you want. And the problem is that the states that didn't have it bad in the beginning, they were locked down in the beginning and then they were like, oh, we don't have it bad. So they opened it up real fast, as Turner said. And oh, now yeah, yeah. they're all the states that are getting killed. Whereas in New York, we took it more seriously in the beginning because we had all these cases. So we're doing better over here. But so, so when does it look like comedy? Like when can you get back on the road touring and all that kind of stuff? I'm I'm hoping soon. I mean, I, I we we moved up all these uh, gigs and all this stuff that we were um, doing, and um, most of it's moved to October. So I have some things have been moved up to August, and so I I hope they'll uh, take away the fifty, the fifty people in the audience um, restriction. If they take away that one, then at least you can have like a two hundred seater show or a four hundred seater or something like that. Yeah, there's not uh, really an opportunity. You can't make a living off of fifty person shows. Yeah, that's it's that's I think that's um yeah that's too hard I think uh, so so at least if if they take away the fifty uh, one then at least like comedy can get back to going and uh, and at least like smaller like uh, bands and stuff like that smaller theater stuff, um, and, which is and, good because nobody likes big bands anyway they're all sellouts yeah, it's yeah, true all the, all the indie bands and and uh, indie comics and yeah. and what's it like for you uh, touring around Europe. Like, is there, what's, I mean, I know your act, like you're, you're a seasoned com- uh, comedian, so I'm sure your act doesn't have to change country to country, but is the perception of you different depending upon where you are because you're Swedish? Uh, right now? 
No, no uh, just in general from audiences. Like if you're doing in a show general. in Finland and then next you're going over to Iceland and then you're going to Germany and then it, are they looking at you? Is, are some countries like, oh, wow, the rich Swedish guy's coming. And then in the next country, next country they're like, oh, no, they're like looking down on you. Like, does, does that happen? Well, region I, region? I think the good part about being Swedish is that we're, we're kind of, people don't have that much uh, <laughs> hatred towards us in general. Like people, uh, people think like Björn Bori and Abba and it's kind of nice things that you kind of associate to switch people, Volvo and uh, Slavan and, uh, you know, uh, it's, it's kind of harmless things. Uh, yeah. Abba, like I said. <laughs> uh, it's like, you know, um, you take a country like Germany, you might mm. think of something else, you know. Yeah, you think of other. Boris Becker. I mean, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Steffi Graf. David Hasselhoff. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think of anything else with Germany as a Jewish so, man. So I think that's the kind of um, the, the advantage of being Swedish doing comedies that, you know, I, I can basically talk about anything because people and people right, know people know quite a lot about Sweden to differ from certain countries where people just don't know anything about it. Well, you don't start any bad wars, too. So there you That's a good. You know, yeah, we, we just kept out of all. all yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. And why, so your album in Iceland, I was listening to it the other day. I remember when it came out, um, I think I heard it kind of right away when you, when you released it, but it's great. And why did you decide to do it in Iceland? I know it was six years ago, but it's yeah. the only one I could find in English. So let's talk about that one. Uh, <laughs> I think I, I, I put up another, uh, my Swedish show on, on Spotify and I really liked the kind of album, like the sound like just listening to stand up instead of watching it. I think it's kind of you, you, when you take a subway ride or something like that, and you can just listen to jokes. I think that's Agreed. kind of, uh, I, I like doing that. And I, I listen to a lot of American comics. So I kind of felt like I wanted to do the same thing. And then I, I was in Iceland and um, because of it's so easy to record sound to differ from like filming stuff. So I just felt like I'll, I'll just make an album with all my English. And actually most of the jokes were kind of old that are in that one. So I kind of felt like I wanted to, um, post them and kind of you know write new jokes in English. Just get it, so, get it out and get it over yeah. with, so you can move on. Yeah, I, I remembered. Your, I actually had remembered because the first time I met, uh, the only time I met you in person actually was, I think you were vacationing in China, yeah. And I had just started um, what ended up being like a comedy club in China, but at the time I think we were just doing a couple shows. It ended up being Kung Fu Comedy Club, and you came through, and all of us had done comedy like six times in our life or something. And you, I don't know, you'd been doing it, I don't know how many years at that point, but you were a comedian and we were just like idiots trying to tell jokes. And it was great. You did this like killer set in the drunken clam in Suzhou, China. And I remembered your uh, Usain Bolt joke. Mm. And then I went back and heard it the other day when I was re-listening to your album. And I was like, I remember this one. Yeah. It was great about how the Swedes are slow, but they have the fastest man on earth. I mean, no, oh, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. the Jamaicans. Jamaicans, yeah. That's uh, Usain, yeah. Usain Bolt is not Swedish. Right. <laughs> Great. <Yeah. laughs> was it when you came and did our show in China? Um, I think I remember you saying that was the first time you had performed in English. Would that be correct or not? No, no, no. That, oh, it wasn't. No, oh, okay. No, no. When was this? I can't remember. I mean, I want to say 2010, 2011. Was it that far Maybe 2011. Far? Okay. Yeah. So yeah, you, maybe. Yeah. Are you translating jokes at that point, or are you writing these jokes in English? No, I, tr I will um, kind of both. Like I have, um, I have kind of two separate, like a Swedish stand-up routine and then the English one. And some of the jokes don't translate to either way. Like some yeah. of the English jokes don't translate to Swedish and some of the Swedish jokes don't translate to English. So I kind of keep them apart. So they're kind of different. But 
um, some jokes, like the Usain Bolt, that one's quite easy to kind of uh, just uh, translate. So I did that one in Swedish too. But, uh, but even like way back then, early on, I assume early on in your career, you were writing in two languages. You're like, you knew like, okay, I want to some point, I want to be performing for uh, audiences who speak Swedish and then also audiences who don't speak Swedish. Uh, yeah, but I think it's more like a, a case of just, I, I'm, I'm quite fluent speaking English. So I just kind of didn't find it that hard to just translate jokes into them. And then they also had, um, a comedy club in Stockholm that was English speaking every Wednesday uh, or something. Okay. So it kind of got like a good place to kind of rehearse. Um, but I, I still find it scary to do gigs in English. I, I'd, I'd rather do them in Swedish. So I kind of, um, I mean, I would imagine your own, la- you like your native language. Yeah. I think it's especially like when something unexpected happened, like you get heckled or something, it's always uh, better to do it in, um, in your, <laughs> you know, Comebacks are easier in your, yeah. What's yeah. the fear? What, 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 why is it scary? No, I'll just, you know, they'll, they'll, someone will heckle me and I'm standing there going, yeah, what's that word? Um, that thing hmm. I'm going to, Oh, yeah. that's right. Your mama. Uh, Wait, what's that word? <laughs> I perform once I in Chinese, um, maybe twice, but definitely I remember the first one. It did not go well. And my, my Chinese was decent, not uh, nowhere near your English, but good enough to where I used to, I worked in Chinese. I did business in Chinese. Every day when I go to my office, it was all Chinese. But standing on a stage, I did like seven minutes. And I think I was so nervous. I was messing up words. I was getting like saying the wrong adjective that what I thought I was saying, I wasn't saying. People were laughing at me. It was awful. It was like the worst bomb of my life. And I was like, I'm never doing this again. So the fear in my head that whole time was that what I'm saying, they might not be understanding. They might be understanding something different. And then that fear was realized. Yeah. That's exactly what it was. And it was yeah. a disaster. Did you, um, you said that it mentioned you listen to your album on the subway. Are subways have been people riding and everything. Is that normal? Like they oh, ride yeah, yeah, yeah. They ride every, yeah. oh, you ride it. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> this is amazing. But, 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 I think I no first, mask. Yeah. The first weeks it was very, um, very little people on the subway, but now it's back to normal, I think. It's so fantastic. It's, All right. A, that could be our fact right there, people. Tell them, and if you want to ride the subway, go to Sweden. <laughs> go to Sweden. If you want a total, total freedom, go to Sweden. Uh, we should freedom, get to the news. To Isaac, Naga do you want to hat? stick around? We got a couple of news stories. You actually gave us one of them. So uh, <laughs> yeah. stick around for that one. That? All right, Cap, uh, before we get to this, let's play the music. Play the music. Kaplan, Isaac had to run. I think it was dinner time over there in Sweden. So he had to yeah, take off. That's the problem with doing things. Different time zone. I, I'm getting hungry now, but it's dinner time here it's in America. Time. It's lunchtime here in America. It <laughs> is. So he had to take off. He uh, want, listened to his album. He's a hilarious comedian. Uh, on Spotify, four, right? Four albums on Spotify. He also had a TV show over there. And um, three of them are in Swedish. One's in English. That's the live from Iceland one. So listen to that. Thank you, Isaac. I hope you're all a little bit smarter. Now, Cap, you and I will get to the news. First news story of the week comes to us from CBS News. Researchers, what? Oh, researchers trained dogs to sniff out COVID-19 infections in just a few days. That's exciting. Look at that. And now my dog pancakes needs to get to work because I need 
I just saw they're dropping the unemployment number from 600 extra to like 200 in the latest well, They proposals. are. That's breaking that's, news. I didn't know that. Yeah, well, it's, they'll be negotiated. That's what they're trying to do, the okay. Republicans. So if I'm making a, a less money a week, I need a Funko Sam. I need Pancakes Kaplan to pick up the slack around here. And I'm Time sure for I Pancakes can, to get a job. Huh? I'm sure she could be, if I could train her to sniff it out, we can make some bucks. And make, oh, yeah, are they paying dogs for this? Well, I'm sure uh, the, yeah, you think dogs just donate their time like as, uh, as like goodness of their heart? Like, well, here's my question. I, I don't know. That's a good point. But why <laughs> does it take dogs? I, this feels a little long to me. You know, like dogs can sniff out a bomb at the airport in like two seconds, but it no, takes them a few days to sniff. No, out it a- said it took them a few days to train them, I think is what it means. Oh, I thought the sniffing part it takes, takes a few days to train them. And once you've got them trained, then they can do it immediately. This is genius. Yeah. Now I mean, you can put them at the airport. You can put them at basketball game, at sporting events. We can open up the whole country back up. Maybe Sweden. We could send some dogs there just to be safer. Now the ideas of uh, what type of dog, not German shepherds, right? <laughs> Why? You'll think the German shepherds are, they're good at sniffing out, uh, you know, well, that's what I'm saying. Undesirables. There's some <laughs> There's some historical reasons. Not, I mean, like in the '60s. What, what did the dot? What were they? The cops had. You know, we want to stay away from those. The civil oh, rights. Oh, these. You're right. That's why we need pancakes. Yeah, we the need Morkies didn't exist in those days. They Morkies. wasn't even a breed. So yeah. it's the perfect dog. It's got no stigma. Um, Golden per- doodles. And they How get about those. And it's got to be. A, it's got to be a dog that can go undercover because we know there's people who are in America. We didn't even talk about how it's sweet. In America, people are very nervous about giving away their information. They don't want to, I don't know if that's the case in Sweden, but Americans may not agree to let a dog test them. But if a dog like pancakes can go undercover, she walks in a park, every girl, at least in the park wants to pet pancakes. And you know, so they come running over, she can sniff them out immediately and you can just tag them. They can't get away. I this just, is great. I can throw like a, a handcuffs on them and be like, you're coming in the wi- wagon. Or one of those like fishing nets. <laughs> nets. Yes. Throw a net over them. Just throw a net, put up a wall right around them. Yeah. A border. You, have it, you have it tied to the back of a, the hub, ca- the hub of a pickup truck. Yeah. And the pickup truck just drives away. And they're that's in the bait. Net. Pancakes is classic bait for classic bait. Because every man who's in a, re- so that's going to get away half the population. All the girls are going there who have it. And then they've probably, we have to assume that their husband or boyfriend or anybody anyone in their family they got to go away too and uh yeah what, what kind of dog do we need to get men to pet undercover what's the what's the move there i don't know just yeah it's, it can't be a little it's got to be like a um some kind of a, a basset hound or something yeah or train a dog to walk around with like a a, a free beer or something or something that'll bring it yeah just get their spuds, attention spuds mckenzie spuds mckenzie yes <laughs> yeah but also i think having these at sporting events i mean for really this should the philadelphia the, 76ers Whenever people are allowed back in stadiums, they should have these dogs out there so they can sniff. The Georgia Bulldogs have an advantage now as a football team. They, the college, they already have a <laughs> can the just dogs, train that. The British Bulldog wrestler. Woo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's, got, he's got one. So, Cap, anyway. Dogs are amazing. I, I don't know. I understand how it works, but there's a special smell, I guess. And, you know, it's great news. Uh, next we story. solved it. Trump solved it again. We knew he would. Trump solved it again. <laughs> next story comes to us from the Daily Mail. Bubble trouble, Kaplan. Inside uh, speaking the of NBA bubble, NBA player Lou Williams uh, admits to going to an Atlanta strip club when he left NBA's Orlando campus to attend a funeral. Yeah. So well, what happened was, let me just explain it for any of the non-NBA fans out there. The entire NBA right now is, uh, they've decided to all live in- um, Disney the, World. The Disney World in Orlando. And it's like this imaginary bubbles around them. So they can't leave. That way they can all, they've all been tested. They don't have coronavirus so that they can keep the coronavirus out by all living in here. This guy left 
under the guise of going to a funeral when he actually just went to a strip club. Am I right on those facts? Well, I think he did go to the funeral too. I think he went to the funeral, but then after a funeral, it's like, what do you want to do? You go to the, you're at the graveside. Yeah. You can go back to that house to like console the family and eat their food. And which seems dangerous. Or you go to strip club. If you had that choice, what do you do? You need to, you're, you're depressed. You're obviously someone he loved who passed away, I assume. So you say, I need a little pick me up. What picks me up for him? It's a, it's the old strip club. So what, I, I don't, you can't begrudge him. I don't see an issue with it. I mean, as we know in China, <laughs> They have strippers at funerals. Right. So that's, well, what are you supposed to do if that happens? See, this is a slippery slope. Well, what happens if the next, um, you know, uh, what happens if Wang Juju is still in the NBA? He goes to a funeral and then and the strippers are there. The funeral. Well, yeah. that's why the real loophole, and I think that's why we need to talk about what the NBA should do and all the sports leagues should do because these are athletes and these guys are, you know, they're red-blooded athletes here. They need red-blooded they, Americans. <laughs> They are not going to be locked away for months on end without anything. So they need to have strip clubs in the bubble, like a, a mini strip club, like a, like, you know, like out in the Hamptons uh, during party times, during good times, restaurants will set up pop-up, a pop-up restaurant they'll set up in the, so like they need a pop-up strip club. They bring in strippers. They do the same thing. They take tests. They are all, you know what we call it, Kaplan? Yeah. What's that? Community spread. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's name a great name. And you have to have enough strippers so there's variety. So some of the players have their favorites and they can get sure. them when they go in, but they also can mix it up. Yeah. And, and I think that solves uh, the problem because, you know, this guy, he loves a strip club. I don't know if you saw, but Lou Williams has, he had a wing named after him at the strip club. So this is his regular place. He feels comfortable there. This is his cheers. This is his cheers. They need to create a cheers inside Orlando. So just open one up. And have, and because the other, uh, you know, what they could do is the teams could hire strippers to be like coaches or something that they're allowed to have in, like a loophole. But that's yeah. just like, that's not good. That's not as. That's a band aid on a, on a dam. That's a band aid. They need an actual, because you know? I'm sure in Disney World, there's all these bars and clubs that are just not open right now. Yes. There's uh, a lot Epcot, of spaces. Epcot Center. Epcot. Yeah, that's the thing. When I went to Disney World, I mentioned this on the podcast, the guy told us that at Walt Disney World in Magic Kingdom, they still don't serve alcohol because Walt Disney would roll over in his grave if there was alcohol there. He never would allow it. Yeah. But at Epcot and at Hollywood Studios and all the other places, they allow booze because that's the loophole they got around. Game so I say no strip clubs in Magic Kingdom because Walt Disney's memory. Yeah. Put them in strip- honor of Walt Disney. Put strip clubs in Epcot. They could do them themes if you want to do themes uh, you know, Japan. Around world. the world. <laughs> around the world. You can really get creative with your part. Yeah. You just make sure there's testing. And uh, yeah, of that's course. problem solved. Commissioner of, of Basketball, Michael Kaplan and Turner Sparks. I love it. Last story of the week comes to us again from the Daily Mail. How to, oh, this is like a how-to. This is how to uninvite guests from your uh, wedding day. Right. Because Without, pe- without fa- having a falling out with them. Right. Because a lot of people, I don't know about you, but I've had about six weddings just to go to this summer. They've all been postponed. Uh, but one of them did the thing where they actually had the wedding and they basically uninvited me. They invited about me and about 150 other people they claimed. So I had, I oh, they did? yeah, they just had the fit wedding with less people. So they went, can ahead. I tell you what, Kaplan, if you uninvite me from your wedding, I couldn't be happier. Yeah, you don't have to get a gift. Yeah, exactly. You, you, don't you have to say, go- you fly, airline fly. I don't have to like what drive somewhere, stay somewhere, drive, stay, get a uh, W a, a Winnebago, whatever it might be. You have to do any of it right now. The logistics of getting to a wedding are almost yeah. impossible. Yeah. So if you tell me, sorry, you can't come fine. And here's the other thing. If you decide to have your wedding on zoom, you can invite like triple the people. Oh, a Zoom wedding. I don't, is that on this list here? Is that, a, is that one of the advice called? I don't know, but what, people go to Zoom weddings now. And uh, it's, you know, why not? 
it's it's a way to save money. So anyway, here's here's what you here's the way I These reject are, this entire premise actually, Kaplan, because I think if you disinvite someone from your wedding, they're going to be happy. How right. important well, do you think you are? Well, this is going on the premise. Maybe women they like to go to weddings, especially women who aren't married yet. Or okay, they, they want to go to the wedding. They want to be there. They want to feel important. They want to catch the bouquet. Let me say this though, I just to catch myself. I enjoy going to weddings, but in under the current climate, <laughs> this current climate, just disinvite me. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. So you're easy. You're number one. They don't list you. They, 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 just, they go with more of like a, what is the first thing they say here? Have to cut down our numbers. Tell people don't make it personal. Just tell them flat out. Hey, mm. we had to cut down our numbers. Hey, Kaplan, I'll try them on you. Hey, Cap, what's up? Yeah. Well, I'm excited for your big day. Can't wait. Yeah. You're not coming. What do you mean? I already got my suit shortened and everything. Yeah. Oh, that tuxedo I told you you had. To, I know you own a tuxedo, <laughs> but remember I said you had to rent one because you, a know, different one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, my fiance, she wants everybody to look exactly the same in tuxedo. Well, uh, you're going to have to return that. It's non-refundable, by the way. I've already checked. Mm -hmm. So don't worry about that. You're not getting your money back, but um, you're not coming. Uh, we had to cut down on numbers. Oh, now, does right. that sound good? To I you? understand. You have you to understand in this climate. Yeah. It's not you, personal. And you know what? You just combined one and two because you know what their other piece of advice is? What? They say to call uninvited guests personally. Don't send out a mass email. So you just did that right a thing. A mass email? Yeah, you did the instinctively right thing. You called me personally to tell me the news. So I appreciate that. If you I were mean, to email me that, I'd be pissed. What kind of savage is doing a mass email? <laughs> if you're reading you're this, you're not invited to my wedding. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Yeah. Send, my, I'm still registered at Bloomingdale's. And exactly. <laughs> we, would still, we are still accepting gifts. At um, Bloomingdale's, yeah, and whatever uh, Macy's, if it's still if it hasn't gone bankrupt, whatever hasn't yeah. gone bankrupt. Oh still God! And then it says uh, it also says to send wedding favors to people who aren't invited anymore. That oh God! Seems so like how about you save it? Yeah. Here's your sunscreen, because uh, you know you can't come to our beach wedding, but you can sit in the parking lot next to your house and put on this. Sunscreen. I just found the wedding favor from Tyler and Anna's wedding, uh, your brother about from about 15 years ago. It was a CD. That's how with music that they liked on it. So I, I appreciate that with their oh, picture on it. That was a good favor. Yeah. So yeah, but you saw it, maybe send out, you can't send out a CD still. I guess that's not interesting. You know what it also says that you should do? Um, I, what? Think this, I think this is for people who are going, but it says you should provide personalized face masks to the wedding. Personalized. That's like the new wedding favor. I think that's all the rage with their name on it. Maybe you get a wedding. Yeah. Like, you know, like for Jews, we're on, we're up on this. Cause we always have personalized yarmulkes, the little hats yes. we wear. So we, you know, Randy spent a lot of time planning our wedding, making sure we had the right yarmulkes, really had to look at hundreds of, so that's the new thing is, and this is for everybody, regardless of faith is masks. You get your name on it, you get the date. That seems like a perfect wedding. That's like two things in one stone. That should be the favor. You send that to everybody. Even people aren't coming. Even the people aren't coming. Can I read the last one? So this is yeah. what you tell the people who, uh, this will be our last one. The people you tell the people who aren't coming, you disinvite them from your wedding. You go, you can't come. Um, but then you encourage them. No gifts. No this, gifts. Encourage them not to bring, not to send a gift, not to Why? bring a gift. I see that here. Well, it's a way of asking for a gift. You know, the way you ask for a gift is you say you don't want a gift. Yeah. We all know that. That's the way you're, you're still getting a gift because people, you know what you do? This is the move. You say, please don't bring a gift. I had to cut the numbers because I really want. So you remind people that you dropped 150 people off your list. They still made the cut. You don't want a gift, but now you're telling the person that I lost out on 150 gifts. Yeah. So you better bring a gift. You better bring a gift because you're so important to me that I wanted to risk an outbreak to have you on yes. my special day. Yes. And I'm giving you a personalized mask. You got to bring a gift. It's pretty great. Yeah. Um, Kaplan, that's it. 
That is the episode. That is the podcast. As you all can probably tell by listening, we are <laughs> trying out uh, this new style. We're tweaking it a little We're bit. We're trying what's, to educate our guests a little more. Our, our, what's the our word that Weber more? told us to use or else we'll get kicked out of Hollywood? It's not retooling, is it? It's something else. Oh, yeah. He got mad when you said retooling, I think. Yeah. I think, retooling. I you never say retooling. You never admit defeat in Hollywood. Yeah. I say this. We accomplished all we could accomplish with that. The first format was amazing. It was great. The second format in like, I don't know how many episodes, six episodes. We already, we, we solved what America. Was the second one? Oh, about the towns. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was like, we, we, we went everywhere we need to go. Now we've been without format for the past 15 episodes or so, right? We've yeah, just we've, been talking to people been, about yeah. current events and now we're, we're kind of combining the last two. So we're going to see how it goes. We're going to be tweaking as the show goes on. We would love to hear your feedback on uh, as long as it's positive. We don't like negative feedback. But as long as you have feedback, we'd love to hear it. I think Kaplan's uh, froze. So I'm going to go ahead and close the show out. Thank you all for listening. For Kaplan, for myself, for- uh, back. Uh, hey, I was Kaplan. just off the air. I just lost connection and now I'm back. He's back. I was just closing out the show because you were gone for Kaplan. I'm never going to miss a closing episode. Cl- Cap, uh, what should we do? We're still going to get lost. Thank you, Isaac Jansen. Get lost. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.